Hey, hey, what is up, Spiritual Hooligans? I'm coming at you late from New York City. It's almost 11 o'clock here. Been having a day of meetings with all of my clients here in the city. And today I want to help you to see why your mind gets negative. And I figure that if you can understand the source of it, the, the, um, like what is causing it, then it helps you to release it. My name is Matthew Ferry and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's a moment for you to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. So let's start by taking a deep breath and I want you to hold it as long as you can. And then just keep doing that, right? Take those deep breaths, hold them as long as you can, and then blow out nice and slow. Close your eyes if it's appropriate. If it's not, don't worry about it. But we want to start by setting our intention. Repeat after me. Please set the intention for enlightened consciousness to flow through, to experience the purity of my own consciousness, to know that all is well, to embrace life, people, and circumstances exactly as they are. Please set the intention to release my need for things to be different to practice total and complete acceptance of all people in all times, at all, in all situations, including myself. So let's take another deep breath in together. And I just want you to connect with this idea that all is well. Today, I had a client ask me, why is negative thinking so prevalent and dominating? I've been working on it for so long. You know, are you stuck with it? Will it always be there? You know, where's all this negativity coming from? And my response to her was that there are actual energy patterns that create thought. And this is a mix of information from this lifetime and previous versions of whatever you are. We don't, we don't know what that is exactly, but this is predominantly survival-based information. And it's being remembered by your soul to ensure survival. Now, this is traditionally called karma. Uh, by my definition, karma is simply outdated, degrading information in your soul. It's an imbalanced aspect of your consciousness. And part of the rapid enlightenment process is to restore balance, to restore wholeness and integrity to your soul through all time. And it's imbalanced because you're a thriving being. Karma is a survival mechanism. It's, it's similar to memory, right? So when you are utilizing survival consciousness, it causes a malfunction in you. This old, outdated survival-based information keeps being recycled in your experience. It just keeps like coming back in over and over and over. So you have like all of the information in the environment connecting with all the pre-existing biases and filters that are in that are coming through in your consciousness. And it, it creates disruption. And really the only way, the only way out is to transcend it. And that is literally to just connect with enlightened perspectives. And, and the most important enlightened perspective to connect with is that all is well. Now, there's another part of your consciousness that creates negative thoughts. And I call this part of consciousness hidden motives to survive. And I want you to consider this idea that consciousness has evolved through natural selection, right? And we look at from single-celled organisms that had the consciousness of resistance, right? That's all they could do. They could just resist to multi-celled organisms like you and I, you know, that have inherited a wide variety of strategies to stay alive longer. I mean, you, if you think about a bird, for example, 
a bird probably doesn't experience hatred as a as a survival mechanism. It experiences, um, you know, traitor. It keeps itself hidden or it experiences pride. It's trying to, you know, show how wonderful and amazing it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, but hatred, like that's a uniquely human kind of thing. And of course, hatred exists in the animal kingdom as well. But what I'm trying to have you understand is humans have evolved all kinds of ways of surviving. And, and your, your ancestors, you know, this stuff served them well. We're more complex organisms. We've developed a wide variety of survival strategies, greed, grudge, victim, following illogical rules, hatred, pride, traitor, lazy, resistance, and humble. These are all survival aspects of consciousness that create particular thought patterns. And these thought patterns are primarily experienced as negative thoughts. The energy and the information that is you, your, your soul, the energy and information stream, whatever you want to call it, has developed over thousands and thousands of lifetimes. And we don't know if those lifetimes are you per se, right? Maybe it's DNA. Maybe it's um, it's the the flow of energy and information in the quantum field into this this new thing that's popping up that is you. But whatever it is, right? You came to Earth with predetermined mental constructs, ways of viewing life that have nothing to do with your parents and your environment. These pre-existing mental constructs have helped you to navigate the planet successfully. And that's their job. They're, they're survival programs that are literally in your consciousness. They're your perspective. They're your point of view. That's your consciousness. In the last hundred years or so, these things have become mostly irrelevant for you, right? For you, for a person who's committed to thriving. Not for everyone. You know, there are many people that are actually still in a survival situation, we don't fault them. We don't make them wrong. We're not better than them. They're not worse than us. None of that, right? It's it's just simply, you don't know why you are this way, okay? You came in this way. So give up right and wrong and good and bad and all of this stuff. You had no choice. You came in this way. This is the way you are. So get over it, okay? Hidden motives to survive are now an impediment to your happiness. The inner conflicts that you experience are literally outdated mental constructs opposing your intentions to be happy. You intend to be in a state of peace and flow, and these old survival-based constructs keep presenting themselves to you. They're like, keep, you keep looking through the lens of, of um, survival. You know, your mom says, hey, you should wear something different, and you don't think you should wear something different. You think she thinks I'm ugly. Right. Pride, pride kicks in. No, oh, I'm not ugly. You should be. Or, you know, victim kicks in. Oh, I'm, I'm ugly and there's nothing I can do about it. Right. These are all <laughs> these are normal things to do. But they just don't work for you and your happiness and your peace evaporates. The third component, the last thing that I have noticed creates the negative thoughts is literally just an expression of the structure of your life. What you experience is influenced by the structures of your life. You know, how you set things up, your habits, your routines, the people in your life, the experiences, the, the, the places that you visit, the, the weather, the, I mean, on and on and on. Even the biases that you have in your relationships or from the people in your relationships, both personal and professional, they create structure. And the structure of your life will trigger survival consciousness, which triggers 
negative thinking. And it does this because most of the structures were set up before you realized that you wanted peace. Most of the structures were set up to, to look good or feel important or, or grab it while you can, greed, or manipulate people by playing the victim and, you know, oh, I don't have what I want, I'm weak, and trying to get people to do stuff for you. You, you, know, you get the picture, right? So most of the structures of your life were set up in that way. So if you're watching this video right now, then I just have to imagine that you have been working diligently to recognize the structures of your life, to, to create a peaceful, flowing, thriving con context for yourself. You know, a perfect example of this is, is my client who reached out. She is, she is a star in this company that she works for. And every year they have a conference to honor their stars. And every year she's felt anxiety that, that she wouldn't be acknowledged. Or if she is acknowledged, is it real? And, you know, are they just trying to manipulate me? Or will anybody find out that I don't actually feel like I actually am a star? Or maybe she's like, she'll go into like pride and resistance, you know, fantasizing. Maybe they won't honor me and I, I should be honored, right? <laughs> all kinds of stuff. But she worked on her enlightened perspectives. And this is the thing that I'm going to really, really encourage you to do. She recontextualized, created a new contact, context. She renegotiated things, or she just renounced things altogether. Those are the, those are the three R's that you can employ, recontextualize, renegotiate, or renounce. You know, she wanted to show up at, and be at peace. She wanted to be there for her team, and she wanted to represent her company without getting triggered into survival. And that's the work of enlightenment. You release what triggers you into survival and you embrace what makes you feel peace and what makes you feel joy. All is well, my friend, all is well. And anything less than all is well simply needs to be recontextualized, renegotiated, or renounced. My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. And I want to thank you for tuning in to this daily enlightenment. Enlightenment.